reaction. It's your reaction. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Well, a day of drama in the Scottish Premiership. We had red cards. We had a last minute equaliser as well. We had some good goals to boot as well. And now we want to hear from you. 0141 951 1025. Lots of talking points in the Premiership. It was a 3 0 win for Celtic against Livingston, despite Joe Hart being sent off in the first half. A 2 all draw between Dundee and Kilmarnock, the 10 men of Dundee scoring a last minute goal Zach Rudden gaining them a point it was a win for Nick Montgomery in his first outing as manager at Easter Road and St Mirren holding on for a 1-0 win against Hearts and they continue to fly high in the Scottish Premiership let's hear from you 0141 951 1025 Hugh how do you reflect on today's action? Well when uh, Brendan Rodgers can describe uh, Celtic beating Livingston 3-0 as a monumental win then you know that he went into that match with reservations what would happen after Europe what would happen to a team who finished with nine men in uh, Rotterdam and then after half an hour well, down to 10 men when Joe Hart was sent off. It turned into a very big afternoon for Celtic in a positive sense because they scored very good goals and Maeda was the, the star turn both defensively and as the provider of the third and best goal. And for St Mirren, they're next to Celtic in the, the league table. And as I say, after six games of the season for St Mirren, to be 12 points in front of Aberdeen and Aberdeen have the pressure on them tomorrow against Ross County Well let's go straight to the phone shall we Jerry is a Celtic fan in Kilwinning Jerry it was described as monumental by Brendan Rodgers do you agree with that? Uh, yeah it was a, v- a very good performance Andrew can I just quickly address you and some before I make my main point no um, Hugh last night you said on the show that Celtic have not had one decent performance this season I didn't say not one decent I said convincing performance right well does Ibrox not count now because you also said that we had not faced up to the odds or faced adversity this season I thought going to Ibrox against 50,000 Rangers fans being for blood like a Roman mob in the Coliseum was a pretty good performance well the, you know Celtic had a performance that day that I'm sure you'll agree had good elements and poor elements and they got the goal from Kyogo, outstanding goal and that gave them something to cling on to. But as I say, for me, today's performance was convincing in every way because it contained all the elements of attitude and desire and aggression and resilience. So for me, I think that was the best performance of the season. What pleased you most, Jerry? Uh, Matt O'Reilly, uh, I think this guy is basically, he's as good as Tom Rogic, but he's got the stamina and the athleticism that maybe Tom struggled with. I think he's only going to get better um, under Brendan Rodgers. Like you could tell um, he loves playing under Brendan. Guys admire um, I know that the first touch sometimes isn't great, but when he can produce a moment of magic at the end, um, you, know, you can see the value in him. It's not just that, it's the running, it's the tracking back, it's the tackling, everything about him. I think I think he's an underappreciated player a lot amongst Celtic, many Celtic fans. But just, just the overall performance, I would agree with you, we were up against it. Um, I didn't think Livingston were very good. I think, um, you know, I'm not a fan of David Martindale's style of football anyway, all that pitch, but um, we still had to go there and produce the performance coming off the back of the final, which again, I think 
had Lager Vehicle not uh, been unfairly punished, I think that could have been a different outcome. But I'm very happy with how things are going. I think Brendan wants to bring in a different style to an extent than Ange does. A bit more cautious at times, a bit more defensive-minded. That can only be a good thing going forward. You can't just play 100 miles per hour all the time. So I am happy that everything is moving forward. Not particularly happy with all the signings yet, but hopefully in January that will be uh, worked on a little bit more. Yeah, one of the players Jerry mentions is Matt O'Reilly. He's got a, a fourth goal of the season already. He looks as if he is being utilised differently by Brendan Rodgers than he was, the, you know, than Ange Postecoglou. And it's certainly working from a, a goal-scoring sense, isn't it, Kenny? Listen, I've, I thought he's been an excellent signing since he came to Celtic. Uh, really like the way he plays. I do agree with Jerry. I think originally he maybe did look like he was tiring towards the end of the game, similar to what Tom Rogic did. I also like the the comparison as well. I think the way they receive the ball, how they play the game is very, very similar. Uh, but yeah, Matt O'Reilly is a... For me, he's, he's right in, alongside Callum McGregor in there. Uh, I know Hattati's not been quite at that level when he's only came into the team over the last two or three games, but Matt O'Reilly's a fixture in there alongside uh, alongside Callum McGregor. And like you say, he's adding goals to his game this year more so than what he did over the last couple of seasons. So really, really good player. I believe he will only get better. That's why I think teams were coming calling for him in the summer. And, uh, and there was a hefty price tag to go along with. So yeah, it was, it was good today after the... A quiet first half uh, He then came into the fourth Second half with his goal And also A far better performance Jerry also mentioned Dyson Maeda mm. Who You know he, he says he's a player That maybe there are some Question marks over his quality On the ball sometimes But With the praise that Brendan Rodgers Gave him earlier on And the fact that You know it didn't feel like Going down to ten men Because Maeda does the running Of two players Just how vital Can that be for a team And and for a manager In a situation like that When you've got a player who You know Right at the end of the game Where Celtic are down to ten men They're two goals up He's still chasing He's still trying to make something happen Wins the ball Scores It's fantastic for a manager And obviously for a team because um, Brendan Rodgers is right They'll have a game plan If something goes wrong You go down to 10 men uh, And I totally agree with Jerry. Sometimes he frustrates you With his first touch But you cannot deny his work rate His work rate is second to none He's He must be a joy For the other players to have on the pitch if, Especially when you're down to 10 men Because he'll do so much running off the ball He'll work his, he'll work his socks off He really does Um and icing on the cake for him today And I said it after a game Nobody deserved the goal more than him I thought O'Reilly second half picked his game up I didn't think he played particularly well in the first But he's a talent, a real talent Adding goals to game will only be better But Maida, I thought Icing on the cake Terrific goal Terrific goal He took it absolutely fantastically well And he deserved it he deserved it for his work rate And I think Brendan Rodgers Was quite right to point him out Because he had a very good afternoon Jerry, is that the type of performance You'd now expect Celtic to go and build on? I, I think so Andrew I think with Brendan and the team now Getting moving forward It's only going to go one way Now just say very quickly though Kenny, I commend you on your comments What you said about Matt Arelli there Unfortunately there are times When you do come across As one of the most bitter 
anti-Celtic media pundits in the landscape. I would suggest you sit down with Gordon Bier, one of the most charming, intelligent and witty pundits in Scotland. Learn from him how to be impartial and biased on a more regular basis. He is definitely someone you can learn from. Don't worry, Jerry. I will Cheers, take Jerry, him under that. my wing. He's just called you intelligent there, Gordon, as well. I am love don't worry, Jerry, I'll be looking after him. I'll be shutting him down after the show. Well that was Jerry 01419511025 on the phones. Let's hear a bit more from Brendan Rogers, shall we? Um he was asked about the incident, the red card for Joe Hart. Yeah, well certainly can't put it down to an experience on this one. <laughs> so uh yeah, I think for Joe the ball it's his first sending off in his career. So the ball pops up maybe in on a grass pitch it, it runs through. Um, but no, I, listen, I've never suffered with problems with discipline with teams. I think that, like you say, it's with young players that make poor decisions, and you have to you have to go with that. Um, but we certainly don't want to make a habit of it. That's for sure. Tony playing against ten men and or with ten men or nine. But we um, apologise to to his teammates, and uh, yeah, might get him sent off every week. Yeah, I don't think there was going to be any complaints, but even that comment at the end, you know, Brendan Rogers saying, oh, you know, we'll get him to get sent off every week. That yeah. just shows how delighted he was with the way his Celtic players reacted to that yeah. red card. Yeah, the, the, the story of the day, apart from Dyson made his fantastic goal, is the story of resilience. Uh, when Joe Hart goes off, you're down to 10 men, you take James Forrest, who was your innovative idea for the day, bring back James Forrest and with half an hour going you have to take him off and the story is of the manager's composure under pressure the way he quietly changed everything and minimised the damage done by the red card and the way the 10 outfield players and those who came on uh, knuckled down and dominated the match and I think by the end they had baffled David Martindale completely because he made five substitutions and it looked as if he was just throwing people on and hoping for the best Was it just that subtle change from Brendan Rodgers where Maeda goes a bit more central he and Kyogo are sort of used as a two that can press that Livingston back line and didn't really change a, a whole lot else just stuck with a game plan that worked Kenny? Listen, I go back to the game. Uh, Ibrox was it? Was it Bayata got sent off and the one Edard scored late? Was it three two for Celtic at Ibrox? He done the same that day. I think there was a lot of things. I was actually on the bench that day, and there was a lot of things getting lost control on our side. Whereas Brendan Rodgers called Scott Bryan across. You could see him talking the tactics the same way it was today. Mm. Was it Callum McGregor? And he's lived in that situation before. It's something there's no doubt he's going to have worked on over the over the course of. Our, a pre-season or, or a week if if they do go down to 10 men this is what we're doing we're not going to panic we know exactly how we're going to by the way it does help when you've got Maeda and Kyogo who are the guys at the front I think that day it was Edward and Dembele which, which weren't a bad two as well to be honest but uh, no he's clearly he knows exactly he's not going to panic and uh, and he's right when he's got two guys that can work like that in the front in the front line always helps but like I say is the way Celtic want to play and dominate and control Nothing really changes from their like for their back and their midfield line. Nothing really changes off the ball. Maeda and Kyogo just press it out to end and they try and force things through the middle where they've got the body. So it was uh, again seen it before, but it's uh, it's one thing seeing it and it's another thing for the players to actually go and carry it out. 
Well, the managers are doing their post-match media for the three o'clock kickoff, so we'll hear from a few of them before we finish up at six o'clock. And Daryl is a Celtic fan hanging on the line. We'll speak to him next. The games are over. The talking begins. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Yes, let's hear your thoughts on today's action Or maybe it's tomorrow that your focus is on Rangers at home to Motherwell, Aberdeen, Ross County But today there were four Premiership games full of action Celtic 3-0 winners against Livingston Darrell has been holding on the line So let's speak to him Darrell, what did you make of Celtic's performance? How are you doing, panel? All good, yourself? Eh, I'm actually very well today um, I think that Celtic have kicked on quite clearly today um, I think that Rogers clearly showed we're very in control of this league. Bill very inexperienced. Rangers were very naive to hire the man. Uh, I think that Rogers doesn't have anything to worry about with him. Uh, I think we all we only need to worry about our European adventures. Of course, it was it was disappointing on Tuesday night. However, I don't think we've got a lot to worry about in the league because they've got such a naive manager. Um, I think that Celtic will be quite comfortable in the league I think we'll end up winning by 10, 15 points I'd just like to see what the panel think about that You've gone early, Daryl you know? <laughs> Says Hugh Keevans oh, I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But there, there are 32 games to play as, as I've said, for what it's worth I think today was Celtic's best performance of the season And it was with 10 men They scored 3 and they could have scored 5 But... Uh, you know, it's undeniably true that Brendan Rodgers is a far more experienced manager than Michael Beale. But I think today's performance was terrific, but should not blind anyone to the possibility of there being days when it doesn't go so well, as will be the case with Rangers. And I think to predict a 15-point win at the end of the season is Premature Daryl I mean Daryl's obviously Allowed to To be optimistic Especially mm-hmm. on a day Where Celtic have gone to What is traditionally A very tough venue And made it look Very straightforward With 10 men Yeah I was impressed With Celtic's afternoon I've got to say I was never in any doubt About this Oh it's always a difficult fixture I just thought that Looking at the two lineups, Celtic especially Middle to front Just gets so much quality And if the players Turn it on It's very hard to beat them Especially if you're Livingston living under the budgets they, they live under um, even when they went down to 10 men I thought they looked very comfortable indeed I thought Livingston had a little spell of course they did they were always going to do that uh, with the one one man advantage but I just thought Celtic probably disappointed didn't score more goals clean sheet lost their goalkeeper Brendan Rodgers is on there you can tell he's you can tell his interview he's very very happy with the job and um there's still a lot of football to be played, but I think Celtic's afternoon would be delighted. Who stood out for you today, Daryl? Uh, well, I'm intrigued to say that it was disappointed for um, the panel there. Listen, who stood out for me today was... Mm, I don't think it was a great performance all round, but with 10 men to go on, and it's a very difficult away day, and we still get the three points, you know. I think Rangers fans were probably a wee bit excited when we didn't 10 men, but there's a couple on the panel Rangers fans but you know at the end of the day that's, I think we'll kick on from here I think it, as I say that will be 10 or 15 points we will win the league by I'm quite confident about that but I know some of the panel are disagreeing but anyway Kenny 
As early, Hugh's right. I mean, it's absolutely fine for any fan to be confident, and I'm sure Rangers fans will come on and will be confident they can overturn the four point gap, or well, seven point gap at the moment with the game in hand tomorrow. Uh, I, I do believe both teams are still trying to find their best form. I thought Celtic were pretty good today. Uh, particularly when it went down to 10 men Never surprised me to be honest I mean I thought the end of that last 10 minutes of the first half Livingston did have a lot more control And maybe that was their best moment Because the minute Brendan Rodgers got them in at half time They came out, they got their goal And Celtic actually did control uh, the second half of the game So it was, a, it was a decent enough performance It's another step in the right direction It's three points, you know on a, Forget that. Forget it's usually a tough game It's it is hard to go play on, on, on those pitches uh, And I think it did probably play a part in the ball I think Brendan was alluding to it as well that The ball maybe just held up ever so slightly In terms of the sending off incident But it was a strong performance And what it does is it puts uh, it puts Celtic in a strong position at the top of the league and puts the pressure on the Rangers. I don't, know, I don't know about you, Kenny. I'm looking about to see who these Rangers fans are on the panel. <laughs> <laughs> Just can't see them at all. Daryl, there was maybe a bit of talk about Gustav Lagerbielka, a bit of focus on him today, just after his, his red card midweek. Do you feel he stood up to the test very well, especially against the physicality of Joel Nubley? I thought he was fine today, but I've got to laugh at him saying that he doesn't know who the Rangers fans Fans are on I, th- the I think his tongue was in his cheek there, Daryl. <laughs> I think we've, I think, I think we've lost Daryl. I think that's uh, that's all he's, he's got to say. <laughs> you know, it's it's been Celtic's best performance of the season, and the first two callers are concerned with the panel and the, you know allegations of bias and what have you. Um. Need to try and cheer up. It was a it was a very good win for Celtic. I was quite surprised. I mean, Daryl didn't seem overly optimistic about the performance. He, he obviously is very optimistic about the league campaign, what he thinks Celtic can achieve. But you know, he, he's saying it. He didn't feel it was maybe the the best performance. But down to ten men away to Livingston, um, Brendan Rodgers seems what, what? extremely happy with it, calling it monumental. Yeah, what I picked up from Daryl is basically and have a go at one or two of us and have a go at Rangers and Michael Bale, but. I think he should have really concentrated on a very, very good performance from Celtic this afternoon. Uh, difficult circumstances, down to 10 men as well. Controlled the game, clean sheet, some terrific performances. Matt O'Reilly, second half, look back to you know his best scoring goals. When he starts scoring goals, Celtic are a real threat because he's a talent. And Maeda, Brendan Rodgers names him after a game, quite rightly so. His work rate was terrific. I thought it was a comfortable journey down the M8 to Livingston this afternoon. When two of your first four league games are at the Tawdry and Ibrox and you win both and then your next away game in the league is at your so-called bogey ground and you win there with 10 men. It says a lot about the character of the side that you can do that kind of thing away from home. I, I repeat, Celtic this season have been better away from home than they've been at Celtic Park. So... Uh, that's a handy thing to have as the season goes forward. You you really need strong away form and Celtic have it right now. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Thank you to Daryl. Let's speak to Craig, who is a Kilmarnock fan. Craig, that must have been a sickener right at the end today. Uh, that wasn't the best. Uh, it's been a very disappointing start to the season. Personally, I think. I mean, everyone said after we beat Rangers opening day season, we drew the hearts. You beat Celtic in the Cup. That, yes, is a good start in itself. But the last three games, I am very disappointed. Uh, Motherwell away, it's a, it's a difficult game, yes. But we're, we were in it. Uh, two silly defensive mistakes cost us that game. Ross County, 
uh, at home, you get beat for them. Another, again, another team we should be beating, especially at home. And then today, to go to Dundee and, and have as much of the ball as we had, and then they had 10 men for a long period of the game, and we don't see it out, it's very disappointing for me. And I just don't think, I think the style of play McInnes has is very, very slow, and I think that's what costs us in a lot of games, especially games like today. But we're kind of comfortable when we run each and then we score the second goal, but we just, he's not he's, he's not moving the ball quick enough and looking to go and kill the game off, especially when they're down to 10 men. Yeah, I mean, Craig obviously giving us the eyewitness account as a Kilmarnock fan, everyone was very positive about mm-hmm. Kilmarnock in the early stages of the season, as he mentioned, those wins against Celtic and Rangers, but that's now winless in four, especially the manner of it today to lose that last minute goal. It does just show how quickly things can change in football and there will now be that disappointment, maybe a bit of a worry for Kilmarnock fans if things don't start to turn around yeah, quickly. Yeah, it's, it's roles reverse. You know, you look at last week, I think everybody would think that Hibs would have went away from Murby Park with three points. Kilmarnock turned it around. They went today. Dundee have turned it around. Yes, disappointing with the fact that Dundee had 10 men. They did get off to a great start, but if you look at their league uh, forum just now, it's six games Possible 18 points have picked up six. This was a team that, after the Celtic Rangers performances, everybody's thinking, oh, they're going to be a certain to be top six. But it's still early, because if they won the today, they would have climbed into the top six. So they were so near it. But it's disappointing results like that, especially against 10 men, especially when you're 2-1 up. I think Kilmarnock fans were hoping to come down the road with the three points. Yeah, Craig, I, I wonder, does it feel maybe as if, you know, Derek McInnes just... Set up better Or his style is more suited To playing against The likes of Celtic and Rangers Rather than The other teams in the league uh, I don't know I, I don't know if it's, a, it's Maybe a bit of both I mean I don't understand The, the way you play Against Rangers and Celtic Alright you might have to Set up slightly more Defensively But, but you, you look at the Rangers game And even the Celtic game We didn't give them a minute We, we were in their faces We were pressing We didn't stop But against the likes of Dundee and Ross County uh, Motherwell and even in the first half last week were very slow and sluggish and it's as if we let teams play around us and I just don't understand why there is that mentality switch Yeah you just wonder Kenny Craig's pointing out what he feels is quite an obvious difference in, in style that Kilmarnock have had over the last four games whether it is something intentional that Derek McInnes is, is trying something different against these teams or you know is it potentially a case of players maybe not being as motivated for games that aren't against the big sides it's always hard to tell from an outside perspective isn't it I think when what, what Craig's saying there when he played against Rangers they were right at them they never gave them a minute well I just just check the stats today Kamana had a, a lot more of the ball obviously you would expect that when they went to 10 minutes so maybe some of the positive things against Rangers and Celtic were not as easy as that today because you were more on the ball but what is now kind of a little bit kind of moaning about with Derek is, is maybe moving the ball too slowly you know the emotion of today's game for a Kilmarnock fan you've lost a last minute equaliser that'll feel like a defeat and I think we say that even before that the game if whoever won that game if there was a winner it would have been a really positive start because I think gone dry I think he would have jumped into kind of fifth place had Kilmarnock won today and it would have been 8 points out of 18 and it wouldn't have been a bad start it would have been 2 wins 2 losses 2 draws which wouldn't have been a bad start and definitely when you look at the league table and you're sitting 5th and you're in the top 6 it's better than, than seeing where they're sitting at this moment in time so I can understand a lot of the things it's, it's, it's 
it's been an average start. I think that's what it would be after a really, really positive opening day, big win against Rangers, then you follow up with a cup win against uh, Celtic at home. There would have been a lot of positivity surrounding Kilmarnock and the Kilmarnock fans. Uh, and that's just kind of taken a little bit of a hit over the last four games. So you can understand the frustrations, but there's a long, long way to go. Anything that Kilmarnock th- fans think they could achieve can still be achieved moving forward. And again, they've got a big, uh, a big quarterfinal on Wednesday night. Craig, have you seen any signs of hope in those last four games that you know things will start to get a bit more positive over the next few weeks? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you, you take take Hibs last week. I mean, to go two two down and, and get a point out of that that shows the the, the spirit and the the character of the team. Um, but I just I don't know. For me, there's still something missing. Um, I don't know. I just I still don't know much about the the boy Dallas up front, but. He, um, I'm hoping that he maybe gets started to get a wee bit of a run now because I've heard obviously he scored he scored a lot of goals with uh, his previous clubs, but I just don't know. I just, for me personally, there's still something missing up in the top end of the park for me. We've not got an, a natural out and out goal scorer. I like Big Vassell. He's, he's physical. He puts himself about, but he's just missing that to me that out and out goal scoring touch. Yeah, I mean Derek McInnes was, you know, was very keen to get a, a goal scorer in, a, a striker towards the. End of the window Andy Dallas Was that player He's not played a lot of Football so far For Kilmarnock But Derek McInnes Will certainly be hoping That he can Maybe be the man To provide the goals For them going forward I'm sure But I'm looking at the league table And I do understand That You know we're, we're, The season's still In it's infancy But you can take uh, Hearts On seven points Ross County Seven points Hibbs Seven points Livy Six points Kilmarnock Six points Dundee that's half the league who are separated by a single point. Uh, you know, so teams in that area fluctuate in form. And Kilmarnock last week got out of jail, two goals, well done. And today get caught right at the end for a draw. You know, it's early to be writing off teams' chances. We're in the infancy of the season and they will all... Grow as the season goes on Well thank you to Craig 01419511025 If you want to be involved And up next let's start hearing from A few of the managers involved today Starting with Stephen Robinson On what was a really good win for St Mirren against Hearts I believe we should have won by by more um, We had chances in the first half Where I thought we were very dominant And with three goals disallowed So it would suggest to you we deserve to win the game. Hearts are a very good side. They were always going to have spells in the game. And um, they proved that. But when we needed to be resolute, we were. We defended very, very well. As I'd say, the back five were excellent. And, and Zach Hamming, a superb save. So, you know, we, we made it harder than it should have been. But certainly, very, very pleased with the performance and result. Yeah, 14 points. They now sit on just two behind Celtic. Yeah, incredible. It's, it's, it's really, you know, it's, it's just building what was a very successful season Last season Getting into the top six Yes the results Afterwards You know Post split Weren't maybe What Stephen Robinson And St Mirren wanted They didn't get that European football They were striving for But they've really not Let it get them down Their recruitment In the summer Looks very good And He will of course Want to sort of Limit expectations He was saying this week It is still very early on In the season But certainly St Mirren fans Will be very excited About the campaign ahead Because They didn't play too well last week Still beat Motherwell yeah. They played very well today By all accounts Stephen Robinson saying They should have won by more And getting another three points In terms of European qualification Again it's 
you know, 32 games left to play in the league so how can you go overboard with a prediction there but they are as of now 12 points ahead of Aberdeen it's up to Aberdeen tomorrow to do something about that but you would think of Aberdeen as being among the European contenders and already after 6 games St Mirren are 12 points ahead of them so they have no other course of action to take other than going forward as they are doing and we'll get a, a real indication of what's going on when Rangers go there on the 8th of October to Paisley that's only a couple of weeks away and we'll find out then what they're made of St Mirren Well he was asked about expectations after the match as well here's what he had to say My job's to live in the real world um, we've started well that's all it is you know it's a, it's a good start we now go to Easter Road with an opportunity to get to the semi-final and you know nobody will get too carried away there's a group of boys that Love working hard, love winning games together, um, which gives you half a chance. Um, but there's, I believe, there's still things we can improve on. You know, our game management at times um, can be improved, and we obviously would like to take more chances than than we are. But if we're creating chances, show that resilience, then you know, there's no reason why we can't continue. But um, I let the fans enjoy it, let them dream, and I'll, I'll keep within the realism. Yeah, very much as you'd expect from Stephen Robinson, and even if behind the scenes there were some people at St Mirren who. We're getting a bit excited it's, Stephen Robinson wouldn't be saying it out loud, would he? Of course he wouldn't Because what applies to, to Stephen and his team Is exactly what Hugh was applying to, to Kilmarnock or Dundee You know, it is six games into the season You can't escape the fact When I mean, he says he lives in the real world Well, the real world is You've got off to an incredible start of the season You know, you're undefeated in six games You've actually played against Hibs, Hearts and Aberdeen All all bigger clubs Bigger budgets All teams that should be fighting For third, fourth and fifth positions And you're currently occupying second So it's been a wonderful start He'll want that to continue He's got a real opportunity That he talked about on Wednesday night To get to a semi-final Take his team to Hamden And he won't get carried away The one thing about St Mirren And it was very similar to his Motherwell team They know exactly what they are They know exactly what they're doing they're, There's a real continuity and stability In their lineup. Their system very, very rarely changes And that helps when you're winning And you're you're having a, a, a bit of success Because you don't need to But there's one thing for sure You know when you're playing something They're going to be in the game They're not going to give you too much And they have got quality And they've showed that Like I said Hibs, Aberdeen and Hearts They've all uh, And I think Aberdeen got a last minute equaliser That could have been three wins against Three teams that really should be at the top of our league Well into the home straight Final chance for you to get involved 0141 951 1025 After they play you have your say. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Already into the final part of today's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. The six hours have flown in because it has been a dramatic day in the Scottish top flight. Again, we've got Mario, a St Mirren fan, on the line who must be delighted. But first of all, let's hear from Derek McInnes. Dramatic game Dropping points Right at the death Dundee Who were down to 10 men Managed to get that Equaliser Derek McInnes Sent off right at the end As well Well listen I'm so angry About the, the fact That we've chucked away Two points And we'll come on to that In a minute um, Listen I'm, I was convinced The ball was out um, And all I was trying to do Was get the ball back To my player I wasn't trying to stop An attack I wasn't trying to be clever um, And if the ball wasn't out, As the linesman seems to think Then I apologise for that You know The referee said He didn't want to send me off um, But um, it's a technicality if I enter the field of play without permission, which clearly I never had permission. Um, so it's a bit bizarre to be honest, but yeah. listen, I'm convinced the ball was out um, and it spins back in. Um, 
but when I needed my linesman to help me, he wasn't there for me. So, um, no, I apologise to the referee. I said, listen, if I have that ball isn't there, then I apologise. I wasn't there, as I say, trying to be be clever. I was just trying to get the ball back quickly. Um, the ball boys disappeared second half. Don't know where they went. Eh? Must have been a game somewhere. Putting in tackles late in the game, Derek McInnes. <laughs> um, he's taking it lightheartedly. Um, I think he knows he made a mistake there, but I think he'll be more concerned about... You know the two points that he's talking about being thrown away. I, 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 he, he must feel disappointed. Um, two one up, down to ten men. Dundee, you're thinking right. This great opportunity for three points, and as Kenny quite rightly says, it makes such a difference in that league table tonight uh, and over the weekend. Driving down the road becomes a bit more sweeter. Um, but all credit to Tony Dock and his Dundee team. They never gave up, kept fighting, and got the deserved point. The man's at his work. He's trying to do his best to get his team over the line. And he thinks, but was the ball over the line? That's well, the big question. I'd always mark Derek McInnes down as one of the more rational men in our game. I so, suppose it depends how rational you are when you've just conceded a last-minute goal to 10 men. That might cloud your judgment a bit. Well, I'll take Derek's word for it that he thought the ball was out. But uh, you know, we're too quick to send people off and do this and do that. I think it is just the rules, though. If a manager enters the field of play, Derek McInnes obviously eager to try and get you know the ball going again when he says there's no ball boys because they're wanting to try and get ahead. So I think it's more of a sort of you know technicality rather than it being a, a wrong decision from the referee. You'll be familiar with the expression, the law is an ass. Yes, Mario is a St Mirren fan on the line. Mario, you must be absolutely delighted. Oh yes, totally over the moon. I'm just back from the game today and I thought we were fantastic to a man. Um, I've got to say, man of the match, I would say, give or take Gogic. He never he never lost a ball the whole game. He won every header, cleared every ball. It's just amazing for the town of Paisley just to see a full house at St Murray Park. It's a fantastic atmosphere. Families and children are all attending and it's just long may it continue. Yeah, talk to us Mario because Stephen Robinson is, is obviously saying that you know the, the team can't get carried away he can't get carried away fans are allowed to dream you're dreaming at the moment Very much so I thought we were quite unfortunate last season not to a European place but if we continue the way we're going this season we definitely must get a European place surely What do you think has changed this campaign? It was obviously a really good campaign last time out just missed out on European football is there a different feeling now about St Mirren It seems to be um, Everyone seems to be there Each other they're, they're, they're gelling very well As a team And a draw Stephen Robertson I think He's done a fantastic job When he was at Motherwell as well I think he's carrying on I'm sorry to say that Obviously for yourself Gordon But he's carrying on From where he kind of Left off at Motherwell And he's, he's making everyone jail As a unit Yeah I mean Togetherness is a big word You hear whenever you speak to any player at St Mirren and you ask about you know what, why things are going so well and they talk about the fact that it's a tight knit group it's not you know cliquey in the in the changing room they've got a very good squad full of personalities that gel how much can that help a squad when everyone is on the same page pulling in the same direction it certainly helps uh, everyone will tell you that's played the game that a successful team has a good dressing room they always say that uh, but I think the most important thing for any football club, player, manager, if you're winning games, your job becomes so enjoyable. You look forward to Monday's training, you look forward to the full week, you look forward to the next fixture, you get me so much confidence, everybody knows their jobs, the belief is there, 
So winning is a terrific habit And St Mirren just now have got that habit The other other thing they've got is the community And Mario is well aware of that We had a debate earlier on about clubs who minimise the number of Celtic and Rangers supporters inside their ground St Mirren are one of those And they did that because they want to grow their own support Hearts did it, Hibs did it, Aberdeen did it, St Mirren do it And he's got Stephen Robinson, he's got the community behind them, and that's a powerful force. I, I don't know if Mario was old enough to remember when Sir Alex Ferguson was St Mirren manager. He literally drove around the streets of Paisley with a megaphone and got people to go and support the theme. And, and that Monday kind of, as well. <laughs> and that kind of feeling is back at Paisley. To have a full house against Hearts is tremendous. Mario, when was the last time? There was this feeling around the club So many supporters turning out So much positivity around the club Yeah, it has been quite a long time Yeah, I totally agree with what Hugh just said At the moment Paisley is buzzing I think I would say the last time was probably 1987 When Ian Ferguson scored the winner of the Scottish Cup That was a real community um, A real buzz around the town I think But I'm going back away to 87 I would say I remember the day very well Alex Smith was the St Mirren manager uh, it wasn't the greatest cup final ever seen But it was a fabulous day for Paisley And the crowd they had at Hamden that day was terrific They've got to keep on going They've got tough fixtures coming up But there's a belief there And they're storing away the points nice and early That might sustain them when the blip inevitably comes somewhere down the road uh, it's a sensational start I think Mary would agree that You know their success is all down to two Motherwell legends The manager and Keith Lasley I'll say no more Mario <laughs> Well thank you to Mario Enjoy your night Also a good win for Hibs and Nick Montgomery today I'm really happy with the overall performance I thought the first half Again a little bit nervy um, you know, the, the, the crowd at times Wanting the boys to go forward at every opportunity And Thought we showed good composure um, and, and we created some very good chances in the first half. Second half, yeah, again, I think we showed real, real composure um, in, in terms of our build-up. We created a lot of opportunities, so yeah, I think 20, 20 chances. If we make 20 chances every week, home and away, then with the quality that we've got in the team, um, hopefully we can we can score more goals. But clean sheet, really important today. I think David Marshall, two two shots. He's had two saves. One was a big save. That's why he's an experienced goalkeeper and he's massively important, important to the club. And they're really, really happy for the boys today. Well, well deserved, uh, well deserved win. And, and yeah, we move on now to a big game on Wednesday night. Look, it's impossible to tell from two games just how a manager will get on. People will make snap judgments though, and Hibs fans will be happy with the early signs of what they've seen of Nick Montgomery and this Hibs team. Yeah, I think they would, I mean, they would have been disappointed last week for throwing a two-goal lead away. And again, so, so with Nick, you know, like his first game, it's a, a real opportunity. You find yourself 2 a lot. Like you'll be thinking it's a dream scenario and then he throw two points away. I mean, the one thing about the Hibs fans is I think with, with, with Lee Johnson and even go back to Heckenbottom, I never really felt that they connected with the Hibs fans at all. And I think, uh, again, when, when you're not doing that, and actually I'd even go even further than that, sometimes kind of rubbing them up the wrong way. You know, so I think when you've got that, it just as soon as anything goes wrong, they're going to jump on it. 
I think there's a sense is a little bit different uh, with Nick Montgomery. He's got four points in his first two games. This was really, really key for him today to get that one. To get three points in front of what was that, almost 17,000 fans inside Easter Road. It was a really, really important result today. Again, the fact that it's against St Johnston, a team that are really, really toiling. He couldn't afford to drop points today. So he's went through there. He's talked about the shots and the chances that were created. It maybe could have been better for him. But it's three points. It's a, it's a big, big win. First win for him. Uh, and a clean sheet as well, which you'll be absolutely delighted. What a game it will be on Wednesday night mm. as well Hibs who you know, have that lift That new manager bounce if you like From Nick Montgomery as well In the League Cup quarterfinals Against St Mirren Who you know, are at such a high Well if it's anything to go by The last one I was there I know the manager's changed um, Five goal thriller St Johnston, uh, St. Johnston St Mirren cruising at 2-0 Great fight back by Hibs And then St Mirren got the part and get the winner so I'm looking forward to an entertaining game there on Wednesday night. That'll be an absolute cracker. Two big games tomorrow as well. Hugh Rangers at home to Motherwell. They got that win, of course, midweek against Real Betis. And Rangers fans will be hoping that there's the same atmosphere around that game as there, there was at, against Real Betis. Yes, it's not a European night, but there was certainly a lot more positivity at Ibrooks midweek than there has been in recent weeks. The word of the day is monumental. Brendan Rodgers said that Celtic's win with 10 men at Livingston was monumental. A monumental win for St Mirren against Hearts in front of a full house in Paisley. They are only two points behind Celtic. Will that still be the case tomorrow because it's a monumental day for Rangers at home to Motherwell? They have to build on that win over Real Betis but Motherwell under Stuart Kettlewell re-energised. Great day in prospect. Yeah, Aberdeen against Ross County tomorrow as well. Another big game. Aberdeen will hope to take a bit of confidence from that result against Eintracht Frankfurt. I know they didn't get anything, mm. but they certainly looked a lot better than they have. Yeah, good performance. They should take a lot from it. They've been disappointing in the league. They've got to get back to winning ways. They're at home tomorrow. Aberdeen fans will be expecting three points. But Ross County, difficult team you play oh. against. Kenny, survived your first six hour Saturday? Just, yeah. The back's starting to hurt a little bit now. <laughs> yeah. you meant with me. Yeah, uh, oh, no, well, that as well. <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the games tomorrow as well because I think uh, it's always tough to come back off the, uh, the European nights on a Thursday night. So it'll be interesting to see how Aberdeen actually go against a decent Ross County. And like you say, Rangers must win tomorrow. They must build on St Johnston last week and bet us on, uh, on Thursday night with three games this week all at home. It's a real opportunity for Rangers to start to build a bit of momentum yeah well it's flown in that's all we've got time for thank you very much for listening in at home thank you for your tweets thank you for getting involved on the phones as well we'll be back on Monday night to look back on all of today's games all of tomorrow's matches as well and then the perfect way to kick off your Saturday night it's the GBX up next 